Assalamualaikum everyone. So this episode is going to be a spicy one. This is a topic that people have asked me to talk about, but I just felt like I don't, I don't know. Like I felt like I don't know when should I, but then I was like, you know what? I have no ideas on what to film, but I felt like this was an important topic. The the topic of disloyalty in Islam, not just disloyalty in your relationships, but disloyalty in your business and the way that you treat people and the way that, you know, if you decide to be a scammer, just I felt like this was a really relevant discussion, especially with everything going on today. So I'm going to start off this episode with a platform to bounce off of, and that's going to be a Twitter thread, a Twitter thread written by none other than me. Okay. Wow. Such a surprise. But basically what I went off on this Twitter thread about was about this video that went super viral about, which I'm going to read it to you, but basically the com- the caption on top of the video was what made the video go super viral. And then people were stitching it and duetting it. And then the comments and then like the whole video went super viral and it was everywhere. So if you saw it, you saw it. And everyone was putting in like their two cents, but I'm not going to put two cents. I'm going to put 98 cents because I don't need your two cents. I'm going to put my 98. Okay. One thing about me is the two cents can wait. I'm going to put the 98. So I'm keeping a buck 98, which I'll put my 98 cents in this one. Because one thing about me is mm-hmm, I will. So here's what the thread said. The other day, I read a post that said the masculine urge to sleep with five different girls, have a girlfriend, and still be obsessed with my ex. That was what the caption was in that video. Whether this point was made as a joke is unknown. However, the comment section was surely not a joke, as people were confessing and confirming doing this. I'd like to start off by saying that in no way, shape, or form is disloyalty a masculine urge. By far, it is no urge, besides showing that you are incapable of creating meaningful relationships. Secondly, Men who scatter themselves among women are typically emotionally unavailable men, leaving pieces of you with different women in hopes of them helping you feel full and giving you an ego boost is not going to help your battle with emotional unavailability. At the end of the night, because that is a battle you fight within yourself. Thirdly, this mindset of thinking disloyalty is cool or strong is beyond weak. How are you cool for feeding your ego through temporary pleasures and breaking people's hearts? Please, let's normalize not normalizing disloyalty as a flex. The one who can't be loyal to people isn't loyal to himself. He can only be loyal to his desires. And our desires are never loyal to us. One thing about me is when I get started, I get started. Okay? One thing about me is when I use that Twitter thread function, I'm going to use the Twitter thread function. One thing about me is I am going to eat up the Twitter caption limit. Okay? But let's unpack this. Because I know what I said is actually a hot take to lots of people unfortunately but i don't think it's a hot take so basically the video that went viral said something among those lines of you know just basically being disloyal and doing this and doing that and doing that and scattering himself and whatever it may be regardless of who or what the person in the video was i don't care about you know religion let's put that out for a second let's talk about disloyalty outside of the realm of religion for a second when me and you talk about disloyalty one of the biggest things that i feel like people don't understand is disloyalty honestly, roots from a lot of this desire to have an upper hand. So what a lot of people do to reach the upper hand is be a narcissist, be crazy, be do this, do that, break people's hearts. Because when you have the upper hand, you have people under you that are crying, that are hurt. You know, how many times have we seen men break women's hearts and women are hysterical, bawling their eyes out, going crazy? He has the upper hand. He hurt her. Now, she doesn't realize that she could literally be on top of him and have way of the upper hand and leave him and, you know, get someone better and whatever, whatever, whatever. But, you know, sometimes a lot of people that are disloyal just enjoy the upper hand. They enjoy being in control of people's emotions. They enjoy being able to manipulate you. They enjoy being able to treat you that type of way. And so what some people do, especially in Western dating, which, alhamdulillah, we are not involved in that. Thank God for Islam. Where... People will use the, I'm a cheat on you. I'm a cheat on you. She's just a girlfriend. She's just my female friend. 
over and over and over as a threat to make someone do what they don't want to do just so you stay loyal. Wow. That's why, like, y'all, alhamdulillah, like, thank God. Thank God we don't have to deal with that. But, unfortunately, there are men that get married and they do stuff like that. So, sometimes, and it's not just men, it's women too, where, you know, again, vice versa. Before I say anything, just throw vice versa at it because I just know, I think my male, my 11% audience is going to get pissed off. So, calm down, okay? Just relax. Just relax, okay? Vice versa, vice versa, vice versa, everything, vice versa, okay? Um, vice versa. Once again, I said vice versa. <laughs> Just, I said vice versa. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. Please. Don't take away your five-star rating off of Spotify. <laughs> don't cancel me. Shut up. Okay. Vice versa. Okay. What I've noticed is, unfortunately, when some people do get into marriages, they like to use the excuse of, oh, if you don't do this or you're like this, you're like this. This justifies me being disloyal. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You can leave. By all means, the door's that way. You can leave. But... You can never justify being disloyal. Being disloyal is a choice. Being disloyal is an active decision in your brain that you calculate and you decided to take. Leaving, okay, you can leave. Get up. Guess what? You can go. And guess what? You better let them go. If someone decides that they want to leave your life, I better not see you tugging at them trying to make them stay. I better not see you trying to beg them. If someone says they don't want you, you have one time to hear that and shut your mouth and let them go. The door's that way. Open it up for them. Matter of fact, escort them out. Get a bodyguard. Get a security guard. Have them walk them out the whole way and take them downstairs and out the front door and into their car because you do not need to bring that person back. Okay? When someone says they want to go, let them go. Why are you holding on to them? Because when you hold on to people that don't want to stay, you know what they do? They do everything and anything to leave. And so that means they'll do anything and everything to hurt you till you decide to let them go. So you might as well just let someone go if they don't want to be here, right? We don't want to keep people in our lives that don't want to be here. That's not simple. But what some people do is they like to justify being disloyal by saying, oh, well, I wasn't happy. I wasn't this. I wasn't that. Well, why the hell ain't you speak up and get out? That's the issue. You're so grown to be disloyal, but you're not grown enough to leave shocking which is another flabbergasting thing where like you know unfortunately sometimes some mother-in-laws and some very toxic cultures will support their sons cheating on their wives it's one thing to you know actually the halal way seek out you want four wives that's a whole other discussion people always want to bring in the four wives discussion that's a whole other thing because the way that's done is done the halal way you do it the same way as if you would have done the halal way when you got your first wife so you do it the halal way that's a whole other discussion don't talk about don't talk about that with me right now because this has no relevancy with this cheating actively cheating cheating someone that you're not married with someone that you're not trying to get married to completely haram stuff going to the club with them whatever doing things that you shouldn't be doing with them I've actually mother-in-laws that support their sons doing that. They say, oh, well, he's young and he doesn't know any better. He's crazy, but, you know, like, he'll get better over time. Oh, so he's so young that he knows how to cheat. He's so young that he knows how to be disloyal. He's so young and innocent that he doesn't know that he has a responsibility, that he has rights to give. He is so young and so innocent. He's a newborn, right? Nine months old. He's newborn. Such a brand new person. But he wasn't that young when you put him on the market to get him married, was he? He wasn't that young when you were trying to get him out there in school bragging to everyone how he went to Princeton, was he? You were talking about, oh, my big son, my, you know, my beautiful son, my hardworking, my 24-year-old son. 24 don't sound like a newborn to me. 24-year-old don't, don't, 24-year-old, no, you're not innocent at that age. You know, you know what you need to know. You know. So he wasn't young then, but now he's young now. And so this is what we do as a society. We try to 
If anything, I think a lot of why people do what they do is because the fear of Allah has left their heart. Because think about it, even the littlest thing as stealing, you know, someone's money when they did a business for you, whatnot, whatnot, you know, yikes. Some people take it too lightly and they're like, oh, you know, that person's just a nice-hearted person. They'll forgive me. I don't even have to pay them or whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, yeah, there are some people like that, but you might as well just come forth and disclose the matter and end on good terms. Like, you don't want to carry any of that in the next life, you know? And so it's like, that's scary. It's scary. And especially if you're the one that has to be paying something, you should be stepping forth. If you can't, you know, pay, you're going through something, whatever, 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 or whatever it may be, like to a family member, you took a loan, like you need to be the one stepping forth. Don't sit here running around in circles. We see so much drama that happens in countries back home over what plot, land, this person didn't give me their share, this person didn't give me my portion, this didn't that, this didn't that. What? At the end of the day, everyone has a right on what's theirs. That's it. It's simple as that. Okay. So people want to get all petty. People want to cry about having to, you know, break up the share or give a person they're due right islamically and it's like you can't hoard on to what's not yours you know what i'm saying we see so much drama that happens in places like back home over what family land plots this that 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 i don't want to give my brother his right i don't want to give that away yet it's mine it's mine at the end of the day whatever someone's islamic right is and what they inherit and whatever whatever it's theirs okay you can't sit here and try to hoard it on forever and try to keep it to yourself this all happens because people are so obsessively in love with wealth they want more and more and more and the more and more you collect you realize that's if anything dangerous because if you're not spending that in the right way you're not doing you know good stuff with it like god no some people spend their entire life hoarding wealth and they don't actually ever do anything with it, nor do they benefit anyone with it. They don't harm anyone, but that had so much potential of benefiting people and you chose not to. So please don't be that person that hoards wealth. It's okay to have savings, that's one thing, but to be, you know, hoarding and not giving people the right and whatever, whatever, it's not good. Don't do that. So that's one thing. But when we talk about disloyalty among relationships, it's such a scary topic because you break someone's heart, you know? That is something serious. I feel like we have undermined that. And coming to an Islamic realm, talking about it from an Islamic perspective now, the price you pay for breaking someone's heart is heavy. Okay? Especially if it's intentionally. If it's intentionally, you know, we all have a price to pay. So may Allah forgive us. I mean, but when you've repented and you've tried your best, you know, leave it up to Allah, then inshallah, he'll forgive you. But if you're someone who actively goes around breaking people's hearts intentionally, knowing what your intentions are inside, completely displaying a completely different intention on the outside, going around breaking people's hearts thinking because it's fun. Yeah, that speechless. Let me tell you something, man. We have undermined the Day of Judgment, crossing the Sirat, all those things, your grave. Your grave can literally be as tight as it could be, or it could be more comfortable than your bed. All of the things that you do here decide for that. And people that are disloyal, that enjoy genuinely being disloyal, I feel like have forgotten a lot of that. Because being disloyal is a choice. Like I said, it's a choice. You decide that you want to be disloyal. You decide that. Now, if we're talking in regards to business and you can't afford something, you need to step up forth and keep someone updated on where you stand, right? That's one thing. But scamming people as your business, you're sitting here genuinely scamming people, like, that. that's how you make your living. That's just out of pocket because the thing is, already, I think we know what Islam says and the Sharia and the Hadith and the Quran, like, just being 
you know, a th- a stealing, straight up stealing money from people, being disloyal in your business. This is scary, scary grounds because all of those things that you did with that money and you brought forth and you did and you created goodness gracious, man, it's just, it, it accumulates and accumulates and it just does not end well. However, Allah knows best. And I just, I please just stay away from haram money, anything that is through disloyalty and theft, may Allah protect us. Because all of those things, unfortunately, especially with how, you know, financing is, now more than ever, we literally have coaches teaching y'all how to do like soft theft (laughs) or like work on interest and stuff like that. And that's not something you want to do working on interest and darba and whatnot. And I've talked about that before. Again, that's another ground that you just don't want to enter because it's Allah knows best. Don't enter there. I've genuinely had people come in my DMs and talk to me about how they've honestly been disloyal to someone else and how they're hurt that they did what they did. Which I think speaks for itself. Because when some people are disloyal and they think they have the upper hand, they're hurting someone, next thing you know, they're the one who gets hurt. So the knife is double-ended. Because you thought you were doing something, you thought that you were gaining something by being disloyal to this person, but that pain only came back to you. And, you know, some people, they learn from that lesson and they move on and they don't ever, you know, show disloyalty to anyone ever again. But I think we're forgetting that disloyalty is not just disloyalty. It wasn't just, you cheated on me or you did me wrong. It's sleepless nights, panic attacks, those feelings when your stomach just feels like it's dropping. It is days and days of crying, depression to some degree. Some people deal with such disloyal people that completely destroy their entire reputation to the point that they start facing ptsd people want to dumb it down by saying oh you know your reputation just got ruined or someone was just disloyal to you no when your reputation gets ruined in front of people and i'm gonna speak for those people real quick because i have seen very very close people in my life very close friends get their reputation dragged in the mud by their own family their own family Yeah, and I've seen what the type of toll that it took on, you know, the people that I know. And let me tell you something, ruining someone's reputation is not just ruining their reputation. It's ruining the relationship with their immediate family, ruining their relationship within themselves, ruining their relationship with their friends, ruining their relationship with their cousins or so on, ruining their relationship with sometimes even their own capability of trusting to see better again. Which is sad because all this pours into other places. And so may Allah always help us keep a good relationship with him, regardless of what goes on. I mean, but the amount of distress that I've seen people go through, and I've, I've unfortunately seen girls get their reputation ruined by, you know, just the typical things that ruin women's reputations. And it's very disappointing and it's very heartbreaking. But I can promise you that I've seen some women fight that battle for four years. And in the end, Allah as merciful as he is, literally clean the air in a way that she had the upper hand. The truth always comes out. And let me tell you something, at the end of the night, no matter what anyone says, the truth always comes out. I want you to truly believe me and listen to me when I say that. The truth always comes out. There's never going to be a time when the truth doesn't come out. So right now, maybe you're laying in bed dealing with so much disloyalty and heartbreak and getting your reputation ruined or getting everything that you love getting taken away from you people are not believing you because of what someone else said don't worry the truth always comes let me tell you something best believe 
the one who is loyal, who has good intentions, who remembers Allah, who did everything with pure good intentions, who meant no harm, you know, repented and is trying to become a better person, you're going to have the last laugh. And that is something that brings me comfort a lot. Think about it. You really think that the people that are disloyal, that hurt people, that break people's hearts, that cause people PTSD, depression, sadness, panic, anxieties, and so much more, are going to have the last laugh. Maybe in the dunya. But not in the ahirat, they won't. And that should be enough to comfort you every night. Don't let this revenge drive you crazy that, oh, I need to show them. You don't need to show them nothing. You gotta show yourself that it don't matter if this person was disloyal to me or they try to rag my name, the reputation. I can get up and rebuild myself again for me. Now it's not easy to trust people after disloyalty comes in the picture, which is why majority of the time the non-negotiable, the breaker of a relationship is disloyalty. Disloyalty among friendships, disloyalty among relationships, because after that point, trust is gone and anything without trust is just games. So it is a breaker for lots of people. And at that point, it's like, can you even blame that person? Because trust is such a valuable thing that I don't think we talk about enough. Trust having loyalty. And loyalty isn't just in relationships or marriages or whatever. Loyalty looks very, very different in the sense that you show up for that person when you need them. When you're having the worst day and your friend shows up for you, your friend's there for you, when you know that you can trust them with anything, you can tell them anything, you know that it's not going to go anywhere, when you know that you can equally rely on them the same way that they can rely on you, when you know that this person loves you before you can even give them anything. Now that's a real discussion. Some people love what you give. They love the way that you show up for them. They love the way that you are kind. They love the way that you pay for everything. They love the way that you are the friend they can rely on. They love the way that your house is the house that they can crash to when they're having a bad night. They love the way that you are just that one relying support, but they don't love you. And that is where the question comes that amazing you have a beautiful big heart you're giving to people, but make sure that the people around you also love you for you because you have character extended you that deserve to be loved for people that have big hearts that are giving people are usually really really beautiful and amazing people and so you need to learn and deserve and understand that you also deserve to be loved and now on the same end of the spectrum some people will just hate you because of the way other people love you because of the way of other people see good in you because of the way that allah has decided other people to love you some people just hate that it just burns them up it just makes them annoyed oh she's mid she's overhyped why do people like her she's annoying i don't see anything good you know like yeah some people they just hate the way that other people love you and you're not gonna let that get to you are you you know we also hear the end of the spectrum where like males want to talk about other males oh he think he owed that like oh you know or he broke, or he act like he's so rich, or he acts like he's like that. And it's like, he's probably super content with his life. And you're sitting here talking crap about him. Like, he does not even give a flying crap. Y'all, like, what? I feel like, okay, I might be mistaken. My 11% male audience might jump me for saying this. But you know what? I'm just like, I feel like sometimes, okay, well, no, I, I don't know if I disagree with my own opinion. Okay. I feel like sometimes some males that are really over their head, like over, over their head, like the type that are like super into materialistic stuff and are like super arrogant and like, you know, all about materialistic money, 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 tend to look at men that are just normal, comfortable, financially stable as like, oh my God, you know, he doesn't have it together or he's not a good person or he doesn't like, you know, he ain't hitting it or just, you know, whatever negative judgment that males do to other males, like 
he could be like comfortable, good in a financial spot. But if he isn't crazy about desiring super, you know, arrogant and he isn't desiring like this insane amount of wealth, like I feel like they look down on a, on each other. I don't know. Is that I feel like that. I feel like I've seen that to a degree. But it's just like, I feel like some people don't understand that not everyone genuinely wants to be rich. Like, I know that might sound like a hot take to some people. Like, I think everyone wants to be at least comfortable. Like, the sense of like, rich, rich, oh, you know, over the head, which was, I feel like that's not, I don't think that's what everyone wants, to be honest. If anything, this wealth can be a very big test for you. I think that at least to a degree, we all desire to be comfortable. Like, you get everything paid, you get everything done, you can take yourself out, like, you know, like, you have that money, you're not, like, rich, rich, you know, so, I don't know, my 11% male audience can, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, if I'm right, I'm right, please don't kill me for it. Besides the point, some people just hate the fact that other people love you, and some people just hate the fact that you're okay with yourself. Like, that's a big other thing. Some people just hate the way that other people love you, and then some people just hate the way that you are okay with yourself. That you don't see these negative things that other people see in you. That you don't feel the need to change yourself because of societal standards. Because you don't see yourself the way that other people see you. You don't see yourself out of the lenses of constantly changing to please people and that right there is a sense of just you know an amazing feeling and some people just hate that that you have come to a level within yourself where you just don't give a flying crap it makes some people mad but it's important to realize that in all these cases whoever you have around you loves you for you right the reality of the matter is what makes us fall in love with someone or trust someone, or have a loyal friend, like, what makes us befriend someone, right, in all relationships, again, I'm not just talking about, you know, marriages, whatever, like, friendships, too, like, what makes you trust someone, have loyal, like, you know, be loyal to someone, have them be loyal to whatever, whatever, it's a factor of things for different people, right, but that sense of reliability, that sense of this person has characteristics like I do, or they have the same non-negotiables like I do, or they agree to what I agree to. We have the same mindset, like similarities, right? And also just this concept of even if you're not similar to that person, this, this reliability, like this mature sense that I can talk to this person about anything and they're not going to, you know, go crazy for it. Some girls, you tell them like a different opinion and next thing you know, they're not your best friend. Like, what do you mean? We just deferred on whether you know, ice cream was the best dessert or not. And the next thing you know, like, you hate me. Like, some people are, some people want you to agree to every single little thing. And that's just annoying. But, you know, it is what it is. But it's important to remember that the people around you love you for you. But the real question comes down to, who are you when you have nothing? And would those people still be around if you had nothing? Dark truth, real question, scary question for some people. Some people don't even know who they'd be if they didn't have what they had. Some people grow up very comfortable materialistically in a very, you know, like they're comfortable and that's great, you know. But to them, since they have lived such a comfortable life, some people genuinely go out of touch with reality. You know, I saw this thing on TikTok about this guy. He makes good money and what he does on his weekends, no matter how hot, no matter how cold, no matter what it is, he goes out and he volunteers all day, you know, in the freezing cold, going around giving people like heating pads and whatnot. And then in the hot, hot summer, like he's just sweating, going around giving people food, whatnot. And all the donations that he does go straight to helping the people around in Dallas. And 
he was talking about one of the reasons why he does that is to stay in touch with the reality. Because, you know, if we are comfortable and we start to get so comfortable, we think like, oh yeah, there's homeless people. Yeah, there's people that don't have food. Yeah, there's hungry people. Yeah, there's poor people. Like, you don't internalize it. And when you truly internalize how grateful you should be for what you have, like, every day becomes a blessing. So he talked about how he did that. And I found that very, very, I found that a very good thing to do because I think that's something that we should all be doing. Just like, a lot of us have grown up or we're comfortable, whatever. Maybe or some of us, you know, like you're straight up rich. And it's just like, you know that, okay, yeah, there's poor people, there's homeless people, whatnot. But like getting really in touch with reality, I find that a beautiful thing to do. So that's that. But genuinely, who are you when you have nothing, you know? And some people, they don't even know how to answer that question themselves because they can't imagine themselves being in a position of having nothing, which brings it down to, really, it, it genuinely boils it down to, are you just an accumulation of what's around you? Are you just an accumulation of your nice things and your nice outfits and your nice money and your nice this and your nice that and your nice car? Like, are you just an accumulation of that? Or like, you know, like, what's your personality for you, you know? So it's that's scary and yeah that i've talked about that quite a lot so there's literally i have a whole episode called who are you just scroll down you'll find it i say that for like every every episode because i've i've, I've maxed out talking about everything but um yeah scary scary ish man scary ish for me personally if my friends had nothing i would still be friends with them because i don't care whether they have something or not because those were the same people that believed in me when I had nothing. Those were the same people that were there for me when I had nothing. They were the same people that I could cry to, I could go to, and that's what I value most. Because you can always meet people that will give you expensive gifts and nice stuff and, you know, whatnot, whatnot. You call them up, hey, I'm sad, I want to talk. Oh, hope it gets better. Bye. And, like, they're not even there for you. Like, sometimes all you want is someone to talk to. And that is valuable, you know? So, remember that. I remember what it all boils down to. Remember why your relationships around you even want you. It's very difficult nowadays to find someone who will actually ride it out with you. As much as people say they would, it's very difficult to actually find someone like that. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Please keep that in mind. Finally, remember that disloyalty has nothing to do with you. This is a very important message on this note. Lots of people think that they could have prevented disloyalty by being a type of way, he wouldn't have cheated on me if I was prettier. He wouldn't have cheated on me if I didn't tell him my emotional needs and I didn't tell him how I felt hurt that he was doing what he did. Or, you know, my best friend would have never been disloyal to me and completely exposed all my secrets and ruined my reputation if I wasn't the way that I was. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When someone's disloyal, it's in their character. They choose to be disloyal, which means it's an active choice that they took, which means that you, whatever you made, some people, they're just waiting to pull the trigger. They're waiting to be disloyal to get out of your life because they don't have the courage to just get up and go and have an open conversation. Lots of people that are disloyal suck at communicating and it shows because they'd much rather run from their problems instead of confront them. All healing and moving on comes from confrontation, not from escaping. So a lot of disloyal people are horrible communicators. And it's a trend, it's a pattern. Disloyal people are horrible communicators. When you communicate to them as to why they were disloyal, it always comes out to be, I wasn't happy, I wasn't feeling anything. Anytime I see you, I don't feel anything. You know, I just wasn't satisfied anymore. Then why were you just sitting there silent? Why didn't you use your mouth? Why didn't you talk? Why didn't you use, you know, your communication skills to express that you were done so we can open the door and get you out? That's the issue. So many disloyal people don't know how to communicate. So instead, they resort to disloyalty as a way to hurt you so they can get out of your life. 
It's childish. Disloyal people are childish. There's nothing big, bad, and bold about being disloyal. You're childish. You can't communicate. You don't know how to talk. But apparently you're grown enough to be doing whatever you do. So, childish. Same thing goes for friends. So many people have all these friends who are having these group chats, you know, talking about them doing this, doing that. Lord knows what. When was the last time I was in a group chat? It's been a minute. Like, I'm I'm in some group chats, but they're dry. The most active group chat I have is the family group chat. <laughs> um, but... And that's too because my little brother's spamming it. Otherwise, you know, just his daily needs. Hey guys, I want this. Voice note. Hey, come upstairs. Hey, come downstairs. Hey, I need this. It's just, whatever. But, um, like, girls be having the most messiest group chats. But don't let me start on some males. Some males be having even more messy group chats. Mm-mm-mm. Baby, that's not one place you don't want to be. So, trust me. If they have group chats and they talking about you... Yikes. Slimy. Out. Gross. Again, that's disloyalty. If they're sitting there talking all about your secrets and all about you and ruining your reputation, disloyalty. Remember that there was nothing that you could have done to change that. It doesn't matter if you're prettier enough or, you know, cooler enough or nicer enough. Whatever you could have done couldn't have prevented that. Because at the end of the day, when someone's disloyal, they choose to be disloyal and it's in their nature. They suck at communicating. They suck at comprehension. And instead, they find the easiest way out, which is being a disloyal person. And since they are disloyal and they know disloyal is not a good attribute to have and they know it's a shameful thing, they usually spin the finger, spin the knife, blame it on you, say that you were the bad one and throw all that bad reputation on you don't worry the truth always comes out with that being said let's normalize not normalizing considering disloyalty as a flex nothing cool about it nothing big bad and bold about it nothing makes you a top g uh-huh you heard me i said that nothing makes you a top g about it it ain't nothing to flex it's nothing that makes you look cute or cool it doesn't make you seem more attractive you are just a walking red flag and it makes people not want to be around you. And if anything, anyone who has a little bit of common sense knows that you are struggling with a lot, especially when you're a disloyal human being. And I'm not saying that to shame people. We all struggle with stuff. We all go through things. But at the end of the day, a disloyal person chooses to be disloyal and they're also disloyal to themselves. Coming off on that note, disloyal people are only loyal to the desires and our desires are never loyal to us. So guess what? Disloyal people get played to at the end of the night because... They're, they're loyal to the desires and their desires are not loyal to them. Sucks. Doesn't know it. So, wisen up, play smart, be careful, avoid those people, and sleep good, besties. If you listen to this before bed, sleep good. Don't let those disloyal people, those people that ruin your reputation, take away from your eight hours of sleep, okay, babes? Drink your milk, uh huh, drink, drink a warm cup of milk, put some turmeric in that, put that healthy in there, you know, get, get your nutrients, hit the hay, go to bed, relax, okay? Allah will deal with them. Don't worry. Take care of yourself. Like always, assalamu alaikum.